want to start off, you know, each podcast with a freestyle. From Twitter, you guys tweeted me a random topic, and I'm going to just do a quick singing improv. This is from Brian Marulo. Okay, love for the food. Okay. I got love for the food that you give to me. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Lip Sync Podcast. I'm Zane Rima. I do singing covers and tutorials and also reactions. Yeah, this is not your ordinary podcast. Let me just say that. It's just me talking to a wall. Hi. It's like we're having a conversation, except I can't hear you. I want to really talk about singing, maybe not singing, personal stuff. I just need to ramble, okay? And this is it. Now, if you're bored you're super bored and you're like man what do i do and that's why you're listening to this great choice you're here for a reason so you probably want to waste your time so anyways let's get started this topic is about fake singing versus real singing and what i think about that now before we start i just want to say i am not a professional i say this on my channel too i don't want people to think that you know i have real knowledge about this subject because i really don't i didn't study it everything is just pretty much trial and error but i hope this podcast will get you to know me a little bit better let me talk a little bit about myself um my full name is actually suzanne rima um, and that's where you get zane from i'm 19 years old and i'm a freshman in college right now i just finished my first semester i'm in school for nursing and i'm taking my prerequisites so i'm not really into the nursing program yet but my brother is and my mom's an rn so you can see the influence it had on me. I find it really interesting. But if you told me, Zane, here, write an essay about nursing, I wouldn't have as much to say as if you said, here, Zane, write about your passion in singing. Dang, that was, that was real. Fake singing versus real singing. Number one, I use that for clickbait. <laughs> and number two, like, there, there's some meaning to this. So the way I see fake singing it's like you're not singing from the heart. You're singing because people tell you you're good. The way I see fake singing is um, it becomes more of a job than a passion at times. It's more of a hobby if you're doing it for fun. The difference is you're putting a lot of emotion when you're singing and it's real. Okay, it'll make sense. We'll, we'll get more into it, but say you're really good at singing, right? And you've been told you're a great singer for the longest time and everyone's telling you, hey, you, you, you can sing good, but in your heart, you're not sure if this is what you actually like to do. Yeah, you're probably really good at it, but is this your passion? Is this real? Is this authentic? Or are you doing it because people tell you you're a good singer? Are you doing it to impress others or are you doing it for yourself? That's how I see fake singing because there's no passion underneath. It's like, it's like hollowness. You're, you're hollow and you don't have that much meaning to when you sing. As compared to like real singing, you're singing from the heart. You have 
a lot of meaning and emotion to it. And I think that's what a lot of people can see and hear when somebody sings. Like you can tell right off the bat, like if you're auditioning for America's Got Talent or The Voice or something, the judges can tell by the way you sing if you're passionate about it. Like you don't have to be a great singer or anything like that. Like when you're really singing, you can tell. It comes out easily, like it's raw. You're not faking it. You're not, you're not covering it up for somebody to believe you that you really like to sing. And that's just something you have to really think about because it, it can get confusing because in my shoes, honestly, I've always loved to sing when I was younger. But as time goes on, and this is something that I need to work on myself, I think I've been told by so many that hey, you're a good singer. It kind of shifted my way of singing because now it's becoming more of a job and an expectation. Like people tell me, you're a good singer. Now I have to live up to that. And that's hard because now I'm, am I really singing because I love it and it's my passion or am I doing it because I want people to keep their um, opinions of, oh, I'm a good singer. Does that make sense? Oh my goodness. I need more coffee. Hold up. <laughs> it's, it's just a lot to think about because I feel like that's the reason why I get nervous a lot because I'm living up to an expectation of what people think I should sound like. And that's really hard because you're, you're just... You're like, am I doing this because I love it? Because if you do that, I feel like, wouldn't it be easier to sing? Because you, you, you're not doing it for anyone else. So wouldn't it be easier to sing in front of people? I honestly don't know. It's really debatable because I know a lot of singers who are real and authentic when they sing, they are nervous, which is fine because that's that means you care about it. You care about singing and that's your passion it's just really hard to, you know, differentiate. Are you fake singing? Are you just doing it to cover up and just to prove a point to someone? Or are you doing it because you actually love it? So let's talk about knitting. In the beginning, you know, just learning the basics and everything, and then you start developing your craft. And then people see you. They're like, oh, wow, Zane, you can knit. Like you're so good at knitting. It boosts your confidence at first, but then you hear it, and now your brain is forming this kind of expectation. Zane, the next time you knit, you have to make it look perfect, like ready to sell. It needs to be perfect because if it's anything less, they're going to think differently of you. Are you knitting because you loved to do it in the beginning? Or now is it becoming a job? Whew. That's like one of my biggest fears, like singing and, you know, not living up to somebody's expectation of me. Like I could sing in my room alone and with no pressures, no outside voices, no one to hear me, like judge me, right? And that's just me singing because I'm having fun with it and I love it. Like that's, that's my passion. But then when you put 10 people in that room and I'm singing, it's like, Dang, I have to make sure I sound good. To touch up on real singing, I feel like the way to differentiate it is if you lost your voice forever, would you miss it? Like your singing voice. Say you can talk normally, but 
If you were told you can never sing again, you can't sing a note, nothing will come out, would you be okay with that? Would you miss it? Now, the reason why I say that is because I don't think it would hurt as much, but if you are really singing from the heart and you lose your voice and you can't sing anymore, it's like a part of you has died because that's your passion, right? No one could take that away from you. That's, that's yours, right? No matter how good or bad you think you are, you, you won't stop. You won't stop singing because you believe in your own voice. You're investing in yourself. And that's the fire that's burning inside of you because nothing's going to let you stop. That's, that's real. That's authentic. Maybe sometimes the fire may dim. You might lose motivation. You might convince yourself that it's time to give up. Don't do it. Wow, this is becoming a motivational podcast. My goodness. The point I'm trying to get to, I mean, it's really just a reflection. Take a step back and look at where you're at right now. If you like to sing, or it doesn't even have to be singing. It could be dancing. It could be rapping, making music. If somebody makes fun of it and it hurts you, like it makes you think the entire day, that means you're passionate about it. If it's like unauthentic if it's fake if they said something about it you would brush it off in like two seconds three seconds if you made fun of my dancing i wouldn't sweat it because i don't dance but if you said something about my singing i would really take it into thought i would you know take the criticism and learn from it and that shouldn't be hard to you if it's real if it's authentic to you and singing is part of your life or dancing or whatever you like to do and this goes for anything you believe in yourself you got to invest in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself how is anyone else going to believe in you and that's something i had to learn over time and it's it's not easy it takes a lot of trial and error you know, learn about yourself. I learned so much about myself in the past couple months of college. Sitting in class, you, in your heart, you know if you should be in that classroom or you should be out doing something else. And to me, in my opinion, don't tell my mom, when I'm in class, half of me thinks that I should be doing something else. I had to make a choice after I graduated high school and this was something that really was eating me up towards my last couple months of senior year. I had to make a decision on whether or not to go to a university or to focus on YouTube and I thought those were my only two options and I was scared because if I don't, if I don't continue with YouTube, then I'm just letting go of my passion. You know, YouTube has been an outlet for me to sing and share my voice and share my two pennies, my two cents. You know, school, if I give up on that for YouTube, I'm disappointing my friends and family members who thought I should be doing something else. I was already accepted at a university near my house, like 45 minutes away, and I would either have to live on campus, so that would say like bye-bye to my studio in my room, or I would commute, so I'd stay in my room, I'd live in my house, but I'd have to drive 45 minutes there and back for class, and I'm still kind of a new driver. I remember going crazy, guys. Like, I was just 
freaking out. Like my heart would race like when I think about it because I'm I'm worried. I'm like, well, is it worth it? Is this worth it? No matter what the outcome, is it worth it to me? Is it real? Is it authentic? Because I don't want to live with regret. I don't want to drop one or the other and think, man, why did I do this in the future? I don't want to, you know, one day grow old and look back and say, ah, I was dumb. I was dumb and young. I was young and dumb. (laughs) I should have done that. And I would have been here. Like, I don't want to do that. I prayed about it. And I, I think that really helped because one day I woke up and I was like, I got to make a decision just like Hannah Montana did between Jake and Jesse. I have to choose what's best for me and I have to keep doing both. I had to accept the fact that maybe this isn't right for me. Like I had a pit in my stomach and that's a sign like, hey, you should be doing something else. So I took that and I was like telling my friends, I was like, I don't think this is for me. I don't want to give up schooling for it. But I, I know that going to university would be hard. And luckily, I decided to go to a community college close to home. I could drive there back and forth, get the same kind of education. And there's a program for nursing, and that's what my brother is doing. So that's where I got the idea, oh, I could just go to this community college like John is and do nursing the way he is doing it, and he's saving a lot of money doing that. I'm living at home, and it's only like 10 minutes away. Genius. Why didn't I think of that before? My whole family was on board. I think everything happens for a reason, and that's where I am right now. <laughs> at this point in my life, I, I'm trying. I don't want to give up one or the other yet, because I don't know how big of a risk I want to take yet. And that's the process I'm figuring out right now. But all I know is I'm still trying to balance it out. I'm taking less classes next semester just to push out more YouTube and see where that goes. Because you never know. Because if you have the chance to make a living off of your passion, then do it. Something that really helped me do all of this is if you're, if you're going through a lot of struggles and you know, things aren't going the way you want it to be, that means you should be headed a different route. It means it's like signs, like little nudges, like, hey, turn around. This way is better. Do this instead. This is going to get you both of your your goals and just like, you know, walk step by step towards that because you're going to stop working because it's just it's not working anymore it's your passion so it's just like she's like you're you're playing a game that doesn't make sense uh you're having fun and and that's it's always going to be hard work though that's contradicted itself but you know what i mean on the whole subject of fake singing versus real singing I think that you can easily switch back and forth from it. Um, You might start off as like you're really singing because like that's your passion. And then it can change over time because you convince yourself that it's not supposed to be this way or you're, you're influenced by everyone else's comments and that makes you stop singing from your heart. But then you can find it 
again, like it's it's something that you can go back and forth from. You know, it's okay to take a step back and realize all of this and really think about where you're at. If cuz you're probably listening to this because you you're influenced by music or some sort of hobby or passion. And um I guess this can go through like I said this can apply to anything. Um, it doesn't have to be singing. Um, I know I talk about singing a lot because this is like um, a singing podcast. Hi, it's the lip sync podcast. And <laughs> um, yeah, so um, you can go back and forth from fake and real. Um, you can't do that in real life, though. You can't just have fake boobs one day and then just have real boobs. But if you find yourself in the stage where you're like, fake singing and it's not authentic and you feel like it's a chore or it's just like something you're trying to make people believe that that it's real to you um try to take a step back and really really think about it and i know this is something that excuse me a lot of people have been struggling with and you're doing what other people want you to do and you forget that you started off doing it because you love to do it. And I believe that you can find yourself back to that. It just takes a lot of, you know, realization. You have to humble yourself. I think that's it. You have to accept that, hey, maybe I'm not doing this for the right reason. Fix it. There's, you, you know all the answers. It's just, you have to come to terms with it. Like, hey, I'm not singing anymore just because I love it. I'm doing it because they want me to. Or this is what they're expecting of me. This is how people see me and I have to live up to that. Take a step back and realize, you know, you started this because you love to do it. Maybe you're good at it. Maybe you need a lot more practice, but at least it's real to you. And, you know, make it make it raw, make it real. And to be 100% honest with you guys, I feel like I'm borderline fake singing to real singing. And that's just something that I need to work on. I got to take a step back and realize why I started doing this. And, and if no one was listening to me sing, would I still be singing? Like, are you doing it for the numbers? Because if you are, then that's not the way to do it. If you are a dancer and you're dancing because you see that you're getting a lot of views or people tell you you're a good dancer, are you doing it because of them? Do it for yourself. Like I said, if if you... Okay, let's say, let's say you don't lose your voice or moves or rhythm or whatever um but instead you lose like if you have people watching you and stuff say you lose all of that um would you still keep doing what you're doing would you still sing slash dance slash knit or whatever (laughs) like it's amazing though like i can't i can't deny that having people actually like what you're doing it's it's such an amazing feeling because you 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 know you're going the right direction but just don't lose yourself because that's that's something a lot of people do when they see the numbers go up they think they're all that and they 
they can't be real to themselves, to other people. They put themselves in such a high um, plateau in that everyone below them is just like peasants. And it's sad that people think of it this way. Recently, a couple days ago, I was just on an app that checks your subscriber count. And I worked my butt off um, to really help people out through my channel. And that number, it's just crazy to me. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I'm so thankful for it and so blessed. And a couple days ago, I was on the app and it went down from 161,000 subscribers to 173, period. Not 1,000. So 173. So... I don't know what happened. It probably glitched. I freaked out. And this is where it gets me thinking now after this whole podcast talk. It gets me thinking, was I doing it for the numbers or not? Now, the reason why I say this is because when I saw that and I checked on my YouTube channel, like I have pictures. I have it on my Instagram if you want to check it. Um, I saw the number. It, it just like reset. It scared me. And I'm not doing YouTube for the numbers. Like, I personally believe that's not why I do YouTube videos. But when I saw it down there, I freaked out because I was like, things can change in like a second. Like, say it stayed like that. Like, it was a glitch. It's back now. But um, it freaked me out. It was, it was like that for like five minutes. And it freaked me out because I thought that it was over. I thought... You know, I was living my dream and it was gone in a flash. And maybe you're, you're thinking Zane is just a number. Um, I thought, you know, sometimes YouTube glitches out. I know a few YouTubers who experienced this and they didn't get it back. And they had to start all over again. Like, I would have kept going. I wouldn't have stopped if it stayed like that. But I guess I would feel a little sad I, I I mean that's normal like I would feel I wouldn't feel empty because I know like the true fans they would come back when it was gone like that it made me wonder and think why why am I feeling so heartbroken about it I just felt like you know you work so hard and then it just disappears like it never happened it took three years times where I didn't sleep and I would just edit and I would, I love doing it. I wouldn't do it just for the views or anything. Why does it mean so much to me? And then I realized it wasn't the number that freaked me out. I think it was, I had to think about it. I was like, good thing I didn't drop out of college. <laughs> but no, but seriously, I was like, it takes a lot, you know, it takes a lot to work on YouTube. Yeah, so that was why I freaked out. And now that's why I say I'm in borderline of, is it fake or is it real? Like, is it authentic to me? Um, am I doing it for the numbers? Like, and, and it's okay if you are. Like, I'm not bagging on people who just want the numbers. Like, that's if that's your goal, go for it. Like, that's completely fine. But just in my opinion, when it's fake... People can see right through it. And I mean, if that's what you're going for, that's completely fine. Zane is not here to judge. Where am I going with this? I'm tired. 
Anyways, to sum it all up, fake singing versus real singing, you could be borderline, you could be one side or the other. You can own up to it too and be like, yo, I'm fake singing. I know it. Like, sure, that's fine. Like, and if you're really passionate about it, you're probably on the real singing side. But also, if you are passionate about it and you lose yourself due to the numbers, you can be borderline, just find your way back, because I would choose real singing over fake singing any day, from myself, from other people, because that's when it's raw, emotional, and it's real. (laughs) I hope this made sense, I, I just, I don't know, man, I just think if you love what you do, everything will fall into place, and just, I mean, keep going at it, invest in yourself, believe in yourself, because you're going to make things happen, like what Mariah Carey said, make it happen. Now, that's all I have to say for this. Let me know what you guys think, give suggestions on what I should talk about, if I'm alone, or who should I guest on here. I would love to guest other singers. Um, I should reach out to them. If you have any suggestions, let me know. Probably somebody who's not too high up so I can actually contact them. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. It feels kind of lonely on this side. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, thank you for listening in to the Lip Sync Podcast. Tweet me at Zane Rima. Share your thoughts about this podcast. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you.